Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon. I'm your host, Sergio, also known as Roxas the Hunter. And with me today is a special guest, Matt. Matt, will you say hello? Hello, yes. I am back in the room with you. Your therapist has found me again. I am Matt, the strange man who sometimes appears. Yes, and uh, today is our long-talked-about bonus episode that we are now getting around to writing. Not writing. Um... Recording. Recording. So today, uh, on our special bonus episode um, topic, we've got a, a fandom. Uh, uh, it's close to our hearts. Common uh, writer, also known as yep. uh, masked writer. Um, for those who don't know uh, about Common Writer, it is a uh, Tokusatsu series similar to Super Sentai slash Power Rangers, in which. A, uh, a handsome Japanese lad gets a belt and transforms into a bug person. Well, bug-inspired person. It, it sort of depends on which series how bug-inspired it actually is. And he rides and a motorcycle one... most of the time. Yep. He, he, o- he owns a motorcycle, depending on how... He how used often... to ride motorcycles. No matter how often he uses it, he is dependent on the series. Usually Japanese law on whether or not you can ride custom bikes at the time. But today we're going to be talking about two in particular in this fan fiction. It is Common Rider Double, or W, if you're a chud, and Ghost. Yes, and to give slight background on Double, Double is an amazing show, and I highly recommend everyone go watch it if you're interested in Common Rider. Double is the story of Shotaro Hidari, a detective um, at the Narumi Detective Agency. His mentor, uh, who is Kamen Rider Skull, um, basically, he, 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 before the series begins, he dies trying to save uh, Shotaro and his partner, Philip. Philip is a femboy uh, who's connected to the Earth's memory, and thus he is the most intelligent man on the planet. And together, using a double driver... They become common rider double the two in one rider. It's not it's not homo. Even though even though one man one dude is going into the other dude, it is it is a non non homo relationship. And even though like the last shot of the entire show is them holding hands, they're they're just homies. They're just homies. It's that's all it is definitely. Then we have common rider ghost, um, a show everyone says is bad, but those people are huffing paint. Because Ghost yep. is really good. Yeah. Not as good as Double. Not as good as Double. But it is solid. It is a definitively I'd say Double probably blows Ghost out of the water in terms of quality. But that that doesn't mean that, that, that Ghost isn't, isn't solid. Ghost is like the lower end. This is a good, a good, a good example of Kamen Rider in general. Ghost is a lower end entry in the Common Rider series franchise, whatever, and it's still like pretty solid. It's no, uh, you're not gonna write home about how astounding the show was, but it, it's solid. It's good TV. So what? Well, if you wanted to get into Common Rider, I'd say Double is probably better, isn't it, Sergio? I'd say Double is probably a better entry point. So what Ghost is about is about this young kid named Tank. Uh, Takaru Tenkuji, and on his 18th birthday, uh, depending on what subtitles you're reading, he was killed by a rampaging Ganma. A Ganma is basically an eye demon. He's killed by this Ganma, 
and then <clears throat> uh, he's he turns into a ghost, hence his name. And this 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 old man's like, you gotta collect the fifteen Dragon Balls. I mean icons uh, within a ninety nine day time limit to summon Shenron. I mean the Great Eye, so you can revive. So Takaru, as common Rider Ghost, must use the the power of the 15 great heroes to defeat the eye demons alongside his very boisterous loud friend onari and his scientist not girlfriend uh akari akiko no yeah 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 sorry the two shows we're going to be talking about today have a girl who's named akiko and akari uh, we're going to get is, confused akiko is the worst cuz i yeah, I'm, I, I'm hoping this story um goes into Can we just throw her over a bridge <laughs> it'd be a great way for this to go all right all right do you have the story pulled up i do in fact have the story pulled up all right i will i will be the author uh, hi everyone this is a new story i made a while ago but hadn't completed when i decided to get back onto fan fiction i finished this story as a warm-up this is a four chapter story and i'll be updating it infrequently between skeleton moon chapters Ghostly Investigation came to me originally when I saw a piece of fan art of Skull Damashi for Ghost. It was titled, What If Common Rider Ghost by Ramen Driver. I thought if Double and Ghost were to cross over, this would be a fun story to do. I'll put a link down at the bottom. My hope is for the story to be canon compliant, but I may take a few liberties so that the story makes sense. Disclaimer, Common Rider is a property of Toei, and this is a story for fun. Well, this is story for fun. There's no A story. It's just story for fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up that piece of art real quick. I think that's the um the picture of the entire fanfic. Actually, you don't have to. Oh, search it up. okay. Yeah, there it is in general. It's a it's a this is a decent picture. Yeah. Also, to the author's name is Digital Guardian, and we will be determining on whether or not this man can fanon, and whether or not we're gonna recommend this. Man slash woman. Impossible to tell at the moment. Alright, so chapter one. The G of the opera. The Skull Damashi appears. Um, just j just to note, for most of you who haven't seen Double, um, Double's episode titles are uh, usually the letter of the monster, because the, the, the monster is usually this thing called Memories, and it'll be like, the money memory, and that, that'll be the M arc. So it looks like this is the G arc, so I'm already liking for, you know... Nice. Alright. <clears throat> I don't wanna. I don't wanna, was little Akiko's reply for, to her father's suggestion about going to bed. I can't talk to you if you if I go to sleep, and then you won't call in forever. Narumi Sokichi allowed a small f smile to faintly cross his lips. Would you like to be uh, Kamen Rider Skull? I will do the honors. Ah, <clears throat> uh, mo Akiko. Basi as ever. Akiko giggled on the other side. I order you to come home. Sokichi's mm. smile disappeared. I can't. Why not? Sokichi could just hear the frustration in Akiko's cute little huff. I have a case here in Futo. I can't put it on hold, not even to come see you. That's stupid. It's my job. Sokichi refuted. Protect. I protect this city. Why can't you protect me? By taking protecting Fuko, Futo, I am protecting you. I'm stopping all the evils before they get even close to you. Sokichi replied. Akiko groaned and slumped against her pillow, playing with her dinosaur onesie between her pudgy f fingers. It was always like this. Why can't he just come home for once? But I miss you. 
Matsu came around the corner and signaled to Sokichi. The detective nodded, knowing he was going to have to wrap this up. Tosan? Akiko, I'll let you in on a little secret. Can you see the stars? You can't see stars in the city, Akiko said. <laughs> True, but imagine if you can. We're both under the same stars, right? Hi. Those stars connect us together. You see, we have something special. We have a bond, you and I. And it's proof of our love, and nothing can break that bond. It's proof that I'll always come back to you. Promise? Matsu looked agitated that Sokichi's phone call was taking so long. Maybe he should drag out his talk with his daughter just to irritate his partner further. Then again, the dead body hanging from the rafters wasn't going to tell them how she got up there. Promise. I'll remember, Akiko said quickly. So you better be here soon. Yep. I'll come. And nothing in the world will stop me. Good Sokichi night, Akiko. Promise. Night, Tosan. Okay, so already I I see so this is a, this is a very very in character for uh Common Rider Skull. Um as I mentioned before to our viewers, Skull was uh the main character's mentor. Yep, and he's kind of a kind of your standard old guy, single parent, trying to keep everything together in his life. Right, continuing on, Kaigon, good night. The itsy bitsy spider climbed up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. Out came the sun and dried up all the rain. But the itsy spider never ever came. Kaigon! Good night. Okay, so we're switching over to ghosts now. <clears throat> Arei Watan Kuji Takaru. <laughs> Takaru. Wait, 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 wait. Why does he have other Japanese words like hi, mo, tosa, but he won't do Arei Watan Kuji Takaru? Uh, for, for reference... Uh, at the beginning of, of every episode, um, uh, Takaru says, Orewa Tenkuchi Takaru, which translates to my name is Tenkuchi Takaru, which irritates the fandom to no end for some reason. Yeah, for some reason, the main character of Ghost saying his own name at the start of every episode is the source of all evil in the world. Takaru smiled as he greeted the frazzled young lady who had come to the temple. I'm Onari, Chief Paranormal Advisor! And I'm Icar... I'm Akari, resident scientist, said Akari. The woman nodded. Sorry for intruding, but I don't know who else to turn to. Just tell us what's bothering you and maybe we can help, Akari suggested. The woman nodded. I'm Yuri, an opera singer. I've heard of you. You're going to do a concert here. That date's coming up soon, said Onari. Yuri nodded solemnly. solemnly. Yes, but I'm re really terrified. Why is that? Takaru asked. I'm cursed, the woman squeaked. You think you're cursed? Akari repeated, surprised that people believe in curses. To Akari, curses were just a string of unfortunate incidents that people blamed on non-existent paranormal power. The mindset of believing in curses doesn't allow the person to think clearly and keeps them from seeing more plausible solutions. Yuri nodded viciously. Or maybe it's the concert hall. I don't know, but ever since I came here, I've had several near-death accidents in the hall. Spotlights falling, my dressing room caught fire, and I was almost impaled on an end pin. A what? The stick at the end of a, a cello, Yuri explained. Takaru's eyes widened almost to the size of plates. 
how? He muttered mostly to himself. Um, Yuri-san, is it possible that these are just accidents? Bizarre ones, but accidents, Akari asked. Yuri shook her head. No, definitely not. When something happens, I'm sure something moves just out of the corner of my eye, but there's nothing in- there's never anything there. Nothing's normal about, she stated firmly. Cannon walked in with a cup of tea and set it before Yuri. Thank you. Cannon bowed slightly. I hope you like I hope it. You I know like this. It. Oh, you're gonna do it. <laughs> no, no, no. You know you can. You can do canon. That's what okay. do. <laughs> Talking to yourself in a four-way conversation. I feel a little bad. I hope you like it. I know this isn't the best time, but could I ask for your autograph? Yuri smiled kindly. Of course. Arigato. While Canon and Yuri chatted, Takaru, Onari, and Akari conferred. What do you guys think? Takaru asked. Onari nodded his head seriously. I didn't know Canon Dono liked opera. Akari pulled at his cheek. Ow, 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 ow. It does sound suspicious and odd. If it is a Ganma, why is it targeting Yuri-san? Akari questioned. Then I guess we'll have to find out, said Takaru. They broke apart their huddle and faced Yuri, who was fidgeting impatiently in his seat, drinking her tea. We'll take the case, Takaru said. You can count on the paranormal investigations to solve this mystery! Onari said with confidence. Yuri b rose up and bowed. Arigato gosimas. <laughs> okay, note to all, all listeners. If you're going to include Japanese words, please spell them correctly. <laughs> How about when writing in English, don't don't write Japanese words. Use honorifics if you feel like you absolutely have to. Please don't include things like mo or arigato. Just those are very clear translations. Also, I gotta give this guy a strike for one 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 line format. Yep, everything we've been reading is like one step above a script where it's just. Character says something, reaction. Character says something, reaction. Also, I don't know why he uses Kaigon, or he misspelled Kaigon uh, with good night as a way to break up his scenes. I don't know. It's kind of odd. Alright. Uh, <clears throat> Yuri took them to the concert hall where she was running late for her dress rehearsal. Taku gave her a reassuring smile before she disappeared behind the stage. He turned to his friends. I'm going up on the balcony. I'll take the bass stage, Akari offered. And I will scout the audience seats, said Onari. I'll go with him, Cannon nodded. Added. They all looked at her. Cannon blushed. This is an opportunity I want to miss, she admitted. The group chuckled at her honesty. Stay safe, everyone, Takaru said before running up the stairs. The light dimmed and the single spotlight illuminated Yuri's figure. The deep inhale, Yuri sang. Her voice swept through the concert hall like a gentle breathe. Her voice was gentle and soothing to listen to. So pretty, Cannon whispered in awe. Onari could only smile in agreement. From his spot on the balcony, Takaru enjoyed the performance from the young singer. He wished it could have gone longer, but the sound of metal cracking ruined the beautiful melody. Everyone's eyes were drawn to the frame of the stage collapsed, but Takaru was jumping from the balcony, an icon and his driver. Henshi! Where's the end? <laughs> Takaru shouted, pulling the lever. Kaigan! Musashi! Keto! Zubato! Chokango! 
Takaru flew across the theater, drawing his blade. Akari ran across the stage and pushed Yuri down as Takaru cut through the metal, saving both women from being injured. As he landed, Takaru saw a figure in the backstage running away. Mate! Come on, dude! <laughs> Takaru shouted and pursued. Are you alright? Akari asked. Yuri blinked, looking at the suddenly cut wreckage. What happened? Okay. Okay. I <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just gonna point out uh, for those for those who don't know, Canon is a character who's not really a character. She's the sister of um, Takaru's sidekick, secondary writer. They don't really do much with her. She's just kind of around, and I see that they're yeah, just she's kind just of a doing normal that. person. Um. Also, secondly, I don't know if we if we uh, touched on this. Ghost is a common writer whose theme is turning into historical figures or legendary people. He can turn into Robin Hood, uh, Thomas Edison, Billy the Kid. He was uh, Miyamoto Musashi. Yes, who is an absolute giga thad level historical figure in Japanese's history. Uh, definitely give him a search up after this if you're curious. Alright, next scene. Ghost stayed up on the retreating culprit's tail through the endless twists and turns of the concert hall, but he lost track of his target in the shadows in the back of the hall. The hall opened up a bit where the personal personnel tended to store extra props and costumes. The light was extremely dim for this area, and room was quiet. Without warning, the culprit dropped from the rafters. Ghost barely had enough time to block a fang from piercing his neck. The common rider pushed his assailant away. The light was just good enough for Ghost to realize what he was fighting. A huge spider ganma. Ghost grimaced. Who are you? Why are you attacking Yuri-san? The spider ganma growled and charged with a power strike... The spider sent Ghost in a bunch of boxes. What's with its a strike? power strike? <laughs> Ghost yelped, rolling out of the way of another devastating blow. Ghost swung his sword. The spider jumped back to dodge, but right, right back in and struck again. Ghost tried continued to try and hit the spider, but the gamma was agile and kept dodging his attacks. Digging punch in the kid, Ghost had enough. Billy, a little help. Ghost placed the icon on his driver and activated. Kaigon, bury the kid. The ghost of Parka of Billy the Kid rushed forward, smacking the spider Ganma before returning and dressing Ghost. Ghost pulled out his guns and fired. The Ganma died behind tables and costumes for cover. Only when Ghost stopped the hail of bullets did the Ganma pop up and shoot tiny bullets from its fangs. As it was a spider, Ghost was not prepared for the Ganma's bullets to stick to him and explode. Ghost gave a shout as he went flying through the air. He hit the ground and slid across the cement, losing control of his right ear form. The blast had been powerful and unexpected. The Ganma growled while Takaru struggled to sit up, and then the icon came down the stairs. Every bounce down the cement, ste cement steps echoed in Takaru's head. It was surreal to the young Kamen Rider. The sharp light of overturned stage lights cast shadows across the walls, creating a heavy atmosphere. The icon exuded a presence that made Takaru unconsciously shiver. It was as if a silent, stalwart figure was approaching him. His predicament, Takaru wasn't going to think about it. Grasping the icon, Takaru faced the Gamma and placed the icon in his driver. Kaigon Skull! Hard-boiled within! Start counting up your sins! 
The ghost park appeared above the Kamen Rider ghost and lowered itself down onto the young man. Ghost jackets became black with white lining and four white ribs decorated the front. The faceplate image resembled a skull. Ghost felt calmer, confident, nerves hardened to face whatever dangers lie before him. On impulse, Ghost tipped his head forward, lightly touching the edge of his hood while pointing at the Ganma. The Ganma looked pissed off. Whether it was from the transformation or his taunting attitude, Ghost didn't know. He didn't know that the spider Ganma was coming for him, ready to kill. Ghost moved forward effortlessly, avoiding the Ganma strikes. Ghost could feel the power as he re re redirected the Ganma's limbs and punched it. This icon's power seemed to be completely focused on hand-to-hand -hand fighting techniques. He had to admit, it was quite the rush. With a firm kick, the Ganma was forced to the wall on outside. Ghost pursued, and he didn't relent in his attacks. The Ganma was getting more and more frustrated and sloppy as the fight continued. Ghost was sure he was going to win until the Ganma landed a lucky foot to his gut. The, the spider foot. I'm not gonna. Yeah, the, the 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 description of the spider Ganma is very vague. I'll be honest. I, I mean, I, I I was assuming that it's it's like a regular Ganma in the fact that it's like uh like like a like a dude who's also wearing a jacket of some sort. But when I heard, but doesn't he describe it as a huge spider gamble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. That's the weird thing. Yeah. Uh, who, who cares? The skull suit looks awesome, or it, it, I can see it looking awesome. Ghost rolled back, but the time he recovered, the Gamma had hopped off the bridge. The horn of the train blew loudly as the Gamma was taken away by a passing train. Crap! Ghost exclaimed. He had already missed his chance to follow. Accepting defeat, Ghost pulled the icon from his driver. Good night. Uh, Takaru watched as the train became nothing more than a speck. He grasped the skull icon a bit harder. Ah, Mo. What shocked Takaru next was when the icon shook from what felt like anger. Next scene. Alright, you want me to take over narrative now? Sure. Give you a little break. <clears throat> Sliding open the door, Kanon, Shibuya, and Nari picked into the room where Takaru was meditating, the skull icon sitting in his lap. How long has he been like that, Shibuya? Shibuya asked. Oh, I'll let I'll let you finish the lines where it's just you talking because right. that seems seems more uh, simple. Hours. <clears throat> Akari replied from the other room, not looking up from her computer. How long will it take for him to connect with the icon? Makoto asked. But Makoto. Yeah, he's just here now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's the secondary writer for listeners. Wasn't there earlier for some reason. <clears throat> It's a very touchy spirit. It will not be easy for Takaru Dano, said Onari sagely. What do you even know about this icon? A a Alan is here too, I guess, Alan pointed out. Do you know anything, Alan-sama? Kenan inquired. Alan shrugged and leaned back in his seat. Alan is the tertiary writer, by the way. He's pretty based. <clears throat> it's definitely not anything special. Probably a regular icon that was created and Takaru managed to find. But isn't it strange coincidence that he conveniently found it in battle? Nari asked. <laughs> Nari. <laughs> There's too many questions about this icon. Shibuya agreed. Gah! Takaru shouted from the other room. Sounds like Takaru's having a hard time, Makoto remarked. Takaru slammed the door open, causing his three spies to tumble back. Wait, three? Aren't there, like, five people here? Yeah, aren't there five people? <laughs> he placed the icon on the table rather roughly and ruffled his hair in frustration. Well, well I, I imagine that, that Canon, Shibuya, and Nari are, like... Not O-Nari. Oh, I can't believe I forgot the O. Um, or, wait, no, no, are they referring to the other guy? 
Nar isn't Nari the um the other Chud? Yeah, yeah, he's the other Chud alongside Shibuya. I thought they were talking about Onari because Shibu yeah, no, no, Shibuya no, 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 and no. Onari are so non-characters that they're just honestly just forgettable. Yeah, Shibuya and Nari are just two people who are at the same temple that everybody else is. That's that's all they are in the show. They don't do anything else. It's like talking to a wall. Takaru exclaimed. No luck then, Alan assumed. Takuru nodded and sat down, dejected. The icon has the soul of Narumi Sokichi. You got a name! Is that good? Isn't that good? Kenan pointed out. But he won't talk to me at all, Takuru exclaimed. Akari smiled teasingly. So he's giving you the silent treatment. Takuru buried himself in the crook of his elbow and glared at her. Not funny. Go men! But you're pouting. Akari giggled. What does Gomen mean? I don't speak Japanese. It, it means sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't get why. Uh, whatever, we can talk about that later. You, Yurisen, as he misspelled it. Uh, oh, yeah, you're the narrator, sorry. Yusen, Yurisen popped up out of nowhere, shocking everyone. What are you guys, what are you kids doing, slacking off? Don't pop out of nowhere, Takaru demanded and swiped at the ghost, but Yurison dodged. Missed me, he sang. Baka. Yurison paused when he saw the icon. He, he's misspelled it twice <laughs> in different ways. <laughs> oh, so you found another one. Eh, it's worthless. I'd toss it. No way, Takaru said while snatching the icon before Yurison could grab it. Now, now, we have quite the case on our hands. Senin... Senin? Remarked casually as if he didn't just appear out of thin air. Uh, this is just an old guy who's like a mentor role. <clears throat> he blew into an antique smoke pipe. The ghost was dressed like he had just popped out of Arthur Doyle's book. Sure, complete with a deerstalker hat and skull. Yes, I, 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 w I would point out that... The, 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 this old man styles himself as as uh, in English he would ca he calls himself a hermit, but the Japanese word for that is senin, and common writer fans ju just love not translating words like that. Yeah, it's weird. A detective. Takaru guess not really sure what. I'm just gonna call him hermit. What the hermit was getting at. Exactly! the ghost exclaimed gleefully before sobering up. Narumi Sokichi. He was a hard boiled detective from Futo City. Oh, so this guy died recently, said Makoto. Senin grinned impishly. Compared to the legendaries? Hell yeah. What do you know about him, Gramps? Senin's expression turned grave, for he grinned stupidly. Mm, nothing. What? Really? Really? Senin shrugged. Hermit. The hermit shrugged, I'll say. I heard your father once worked with Narumi Sokichi on a case, but compared to the legendary icons, uh, Narumi Sokichi's soul is just mostly like everybody else. In other words, worthless, Yurison shouted, flying dangerously close to their heads. But he was from Futo, Akari muttered. Is there something interesting about Futo? Alan asked. 
Well, that's where our little spider Ganma got off, said Akari, and turned her computer around. The screen was playing footage from a security camera from a Fudo train station. The only people on the platform were a couple of trash cans sitting with flying, scaring a scream out of a man. Eh? Everyone, Everyone shouted. shouted. Why didn't you tell us? Onari shouted. How many invisible scientific things can throw a trash can? Shibuya tried to reason, but was ignored. It can't be a coincidence that your father and Narumi have met, and so now you're in possession of the skull icon, said Alan. R right, Takeru said up. I'm going to Fudo. Makoto clapped Takeru's shoulder, saying, Alan and I will stay here in case more Ganma show up. I call us at the first sign of trouble. If I was to make a parody of this fanfiction, I'd say Makoto claps Takaru's cheek. <laughs> and leave the, leave the viewer guessing which cheek that was. Alan and Makoto really just said we're not legally allowed to be in this crossover. Be in this crossover, yeah. Hi. Also, before we go any further, Sergio, I have to applaud you. The, the sentence before was, the screen was playing a footing from a security camera, and you just rolled with it and said footage instead of footing. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. My brain autocorrected it. <laughs> Cannon, can you figure out when tomorrow's train's leaving for Futo? I need to pack my equipment. Akira asked, <laughs> standing up to go get her lab. Of course. Takiru sat back as his friends made arrangements for tomorrow. What the hermit had said about Nadomi and his father had stuck with him. How did they meet each other? A detective and a paranormal investigator are similar but very different at the same time. Alan was right, though. Takiru believed that whatever was going on was more than a mere coincidence. Perhaps by going to Futo, Takiru could have a chance to learn something about his father he hadn't known before. Then again, the hermit had been adamant that there was nothing special about this Nadomi Sokichi character. What if Takiru was looking to find answers where there were none? Whatever the case was... Takeru could feel that, by following this Narumi Sokichi, everything would become clear. And I'll read the author's note. One of the aesthetics of Double that I really love is the episode titles. There are two titles per episode, one that relates the overall arc of the two episodes, and then the subtitle that relates the story in the episode. The best part is the Latin letter in the story arc has a double meaning. The name of a common writer, Dopont, or important character featured in the story arc, and another word that indicates the theme of the arc. I love this so much, I'm excited to incorporate it into this into the story. Can you guess the double meaning between behind the G? In chapter 1, the G of the opera, the skull Damashi appears. Uh, Kaigon, Skull, Hard-Boiled Within, Start Counting Up Your Sins. This came from one of the comments. Join Zero on the DVR page, and I thought it was really cool, and then he links the story, and then hyphen Digital Guardian. Okay, so let's talk about this chapter. Um, I think the premise is good. I buy it. I really actually, I really quite like the premise, and specifically the scene where Takeru turns into the, uses the skull icon, I can envision how absolutely badass that would look with the icon slowly stepping down the stairs. But there's a lot of unpolished conveyance to the audience, I think. There, there's a lot of typos to wade through. and you know. There's a lot of typos. There's, there, there needs to be more description. Um, there's too much dialogue, I think. There is Not everybody has dialogue. to speak in every scene. I, I, I also feel like you could have... I don't feel like Alan and Makoto need to be here just yet. 
Yeah, if you wanted to have them, like, left out of the story, the first thing this author should have done was illustrate that Alan and Makoto were already busy with something else. They, they should have did what they usually do in the crossovers, where the secondary writers show up during the fight and join the the movie, usually that instead way. of start, starting out the, the movie introduced. Yeah, or... A better thing to do would have been to set this after the end of Ghost. Yeah, I don't, I don't know when this is supposed to take place from yeah. Ghost's perspective. Well, I guess we I guess we also don't know where this is taking place in Bubble's perspective, but I'm assuming it's after the end because this is Ghost. It, it would logically have to be after the end of Double. Which, by the way, means there's going to be spoilers for Double for anybody listening. So if you want to go watch Double with no spoilers at all, should probably go do that now. Or don't. I don't care that much. <laughs> Alright, so I guess we'll go on to the second chapter then. Hello everyone, I have the second part all ready for you, so here it is. It was fun writing the interaction between the two different casts. I hope that I was able to write it so it seemed organic and realistic. A shout out and thank you for Ramen Driver for letting me use the art that inspired the story as the cover photo. Chapter 2, the G of the Opera, Fudo's 2-in-1 Detective. Like in the security footage, Fudo's train station was always empty when Takaru, Akari, and Onari arrived. Takaru listened to the winds howling outside, living up to the city's epitaph. He pulled Narumi's icon from his jacket and whispered, We're here, Narumi-san. As he expected, Narumi didn't respond, but that was alright. Takaru would be patient, and one day he'd be able to connect with Narumi's soul. I'm picking up Ganma readings, but it gets fainter the farther away from the station I go said Akari as she rejoins Onari and Takaru, pocketing her device. Onari frowned. Onari frowned. So the trail's gone cold. How unfortunate. Let's find out more about Narumi-san for now, Takaru suggested. I know you want to connect with the icon, Takaru, but we need to find the Gamma before it hurts someone. Akira pointed Akira. out. <laughs> Why can the... Okay. <laughs> People, when you're writing, spell check, please. <laughs> Akira wouldn't be an English word, so you can actually set it up in your dictionary to um, count that as wrong. Yeah, but it, it, isn't it strange that this icon appeared when I was fighting the spider Ganma? Yeah, but... Come on, Akari. Alright. Oh! This, it's not a Ganma, it's a Dopont. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Yep, that Ta makes more sense. Yep. Ta Ta Takaru grinned and continued to grin as they enter the city. The icon felt warm in his hand as it was responding to being in Futo. So where should we go first? Let's see. Let's Futo, Futo Tower. It's the most iconic building in Futo. No, no, that's the next line. Oh shit! Right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you could tell by the Takaru dono. Yes. Takaru dono. We're not here for sightseeing. The Ganma's first priority, Onari stated. Takaru held up a pamphlet he got from the train station to Onari's face. They even have a mascot, Futokun. Who Who is this talking? Is that Onari? That has to be Akari, right? No, no, no. Akari is uh, the next line. Okay. Oh, really? How cute! Or we could go to the Narumi Detective Agency. Takaru and Onari both look at Akari. Eh? Holding up her phone to the boy, Akari repeats, Narumi Detective Agency. Looks like it's pretty well known locally. Takaru studied the website's homepage from Akari's phone. The website didn't look 
like a fit for a detective agency with the warm color palette star designs. It didn't fit with the cool persona that Takaru has begun to associate with Narumi, but a middle school girl's blog page. The most recent cases of the Narumi agency saw were mostly missing pet cases. Maybe that was just the type of agency this was now after Narumi's passing. Oh god, I can feel that. Merry Christmas! Akiko. Uh, the, long, oh. the loud shout next to Takri startled him out of his thoughts. Seeing an older man dressed as Santa Claus in the middle of March, Akari, Onari and Akari were equally speechless. The trio's responses did not deter the joyful man as he had handed the small gifts. Welcome to football! Ari, arigato, says Akari, first to find her voice. And you are? Santa-chan, a humble resident of this wind city, spreading joy throughout the year, Santa-chan introduced, posing dramatically. So, how are you enjoying Futo? That, obviously, we're tourists. We're here to see a detective. Ah, you must be looking for Sho-chan. Sho-chan? It was a quiet day in the Narumi Detective Agency. The sound that dominated the office space was the clanking of Shotaro, working on his typewriter. Akiko herself was in the process of paperwork for their latest case. The only member who wasn't working was Philip, who was happily researching Takoyaki again. Akiko was glad his research was only at the phase of him reading in the Gaia Library. A few days ago, she'd come to the agency, and the place had been filled with inflatable pool animals. Aki Akiko had hit Philip hard with her slipper when she saw the bill, and then Shotaro when he complained the hard-boiled atmosphere was disrupted by the smalling balloon animals. Still seeing her daughter's face at the sight of the toys made everything worth it. As amused as he was, Ryu had been a big help cleaning up the mess. Akiko smiled to herself, thanking, the, thanking life for gifting her such a wonderful family. The door opened, catching her attention as three people entered the agency. Glad for distraction arriving and take a break from pop paperwork, Akiko greeted them. Welcome! Hi, this is the Narumi Detective Agency, right? Akari asked. That's right, I'm Akiko. Please have a seat, Akiko offered. The group moved to the couches, the clients taking the side by the door. Philip put his legs down to give space for Akiko to sit, but didn't look up from his book. Uh, which one of us is going to be Philip, and which one of us is going to be Sotaro? Hmm, which one do you want to be? Uh, I guess I'll take Philip. Alright. I'm Orewa Tenkuji Takaru. These are my <laughs> friends, Akari and Odari, and we came to Futo to talk with you. Came? Where are you originally from? Akiko asked. Tenkuji Temple in Tokyo, Onari stated proudly. That's that that far. How you find our agency. <laughs> <laughs> I love stupid typos like that. <laughs> Your website, actually. Akari chimed in. Akiko grinned madly and looked back at Shotaro. Having paused in hearing his typing and hearing this, Shotaro grimaced. It had been Akiko's idea to create a website, but Shotaro hadn't been supportive of the idea. Now, whenever a client mentions they use the website, Akiko hadn't helped but rub it in Shotaro's face. Being smug comes later. Professionalism first. Akiko turned back to the clients. How can we help? Takaru gripped the icon tight in his pocket. We are hoping to learn about Narumi Sokichi. Do you know him? Once again, Shotaro paused in typing, leaving the office quiet. Everyone's attention now focused on Takaru. Even Philip had put his book down to study the teen. Akiko took his deep breath. He's not a teen. He's 18 years old. <laughs> Akiko took a deep breath. What do you want to know? I recently learned that Narumi-san no my Numaito-san. Numaito-san. Please. Please. 
Say father. So I was hoping to learn about the kind of man Narumi-san was, Takuru trailed off. I'm his daughter, but Shotaro knows Tochan best. Akiko gestures to Shotaro, who'd come to stand behind his friends. Boss passed away years ago, but it's still a hard topic to talk about, Shotaro said, placing a comforting hand on Akiko. It wasn't our intent to bring up any bad memories, Akari said quickly. Tekuji-san passed when Takaru was young. I'm sorry to hear that, Akiko said honestly. Takaru gave her a warm smile. I believe I can learn about my Tosan by learning about Narumi-san. What's his name? <sighs> What's his name? Philip asked. Eh? Oh, Taikuchi Ryu. Philip closed his book. I don't see why we couldn't stop swap stories. We could go out for lunch. Both Philip and Akiko looked to Shotaro, who sighed. Ugh. Oh, fine. Takaru grinned about his head. Arigato! You want me to do the narration for this one? Or what sure. are you thinking? Alright. <clears throat> Disregarding his shut-in habits, unless his research required him to go outside, Philip liked to explore Futo. He usually goes out without a purpose, only to relish in the fact that he is no longer a fugitive and doesn't have to hide away for his survival. It was through one of his strolls that he found the restaurant where he currently sits beside Shotaro and Akiko. Philip liked this restaurant in particular because of the occasional street performers that would set up their performances at a fountain nearby. Currently, a young female guitarist was playing a gentle melody. Philip was sure that this music was helping ease the tension in the conversation. Talking about Narumi can still be a sore spot for his partner in Akiko. Shotaro was relaxing the longer he talked about his old boss, but Akiko seemed to be getting more tense as it, as it went on. Philip could only guess that Akiko still wishes she could have known her father better. This conversation may need to be cut short. Talking with the strangers caused Akiko further distress. Okay, since when did Philip literally give a single shit about Akiko? <laughs> I don't know. Of course, Philip could easily learn everything there is to know about these mysterious visitors in a heartbeat thanks to the Gaia Library. Shotaro has often pointed out that Philip is breaching people's privacy when he reads their personal books. Philip usually counters how it is usually necessary for the cases which Shotaro can't rebuff without being a hypocrite. Still, as a courtesy for those who get uncomfortable when Philip just knows things about them and for his half-boiled partner, Philip restrains himself. Did, they, did, he, did Philip just question Shotaro's hardness? Yes, he did. What, how sad. At least until he gets back in the garage and away from mixed company will he refrain from it. Truth be told, Philip was truly curious about their visitors. Certain things just didn't make sense, such as the behavior of the trio. It was afternoon, the normal time people tended to get hungry for lunch. While his companions happily chatted and ate, Tenkuji barely touched his food. He took only a couple bites throughout the entire conversation. Philip could have attributed this behavior to nervousness or the possibility that the teen was simply not hungry at all, but it seemed that Tenkuji was reminding himself to eat at certain intervals. Then, there were Tenkuji's companions, who were already an odd pair of a scientist and a devoted monk. Though subtle, Akari and Onari's eyes kept darting to Tenkuji, as if to check to see him still there at all. Philip would admit that human behavior eluded him at times, but this was far out of the ordinary for his observations. From the conversation, Philip could tell that Tenkuji was quite close to his father, Closer than Philip would have expected for losing his father at such a young age. 
This left Philip wondering about Tenkuji's true motivations. Why come to Futo to learn about a man that met his father once? What could Tenkuji possibly be hoping to learn? Shotaro's soft scoff brought Philip out of his musings. I got a hard whack for pulling that stunt. The boss was strict, but pretty fair. Sounds like you admire him quite a lot, Shotaro, Onari noted. Well, he was my mentor. I think my father and Narumi-san would have gone along well, Takaru said. Shotaro shrugged. Maybe. Can't say I remember the boss talking about a Tenkoji, Tenkoji, Tenkoji Ryu. Maybe it was before Tosan took you under his wing, Akiko suggested. Probably. I could, I, I could look it up. Philip offered, earning a calculated look from Shotaro. Look it up, like in your records, Akari asked. Yeah, I'm not sure if we'll find anything, but. It's worth a try, Shotaro lied easily. Sh-sh-he just spelled Shorato. Yeah, Shorato. Takeru nodded and turned to Akiko. Didn't you want to be a detective because of your father? Akiko shifted uncomfortably. Sort of. When I inherited the agency, I thought about selling it. Really? But then I met Shotaro and Philip Kuhn and kind of got swept up in being their landlady and boss. Akiko added, nobody asked you to be their landlady and boss, you chudlet. You could have sold it to them. Have you have you been able to connect with Narumi-san? Takaru suddenly asked. Philip could see Shotaro perk up at this, realizing that Tenkuji was looking for something specific. Akiko thought for a moment and said quietly, I understand now he couldn't come home. This seemed to strike Tenkuji as he looks away, training his eyes on the guitarist. From his movement, Philip surmised that the teen was remembering his own late father. About what? Philip could only guess. A look of surprise crosses Tenkuji's face. Oh, that's probably you're supposed to be narrating. Everyone get no, down, Tenkuji. His name is Takaru. Yeah. Onari and Akari. Wait, 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 wait. Onari and Akari are their family names, aren't they? No. Or are they their first names? Those are first names. Okay. Onari and Akari ducked under the table instantly, instinctively responding to Takeru's warning. Years of fighting led Shotaro to respond to the genuine panic in Tenkuji's voice, pulling Philip and Akiko to the ground as several raucousing explosions went off over them. The force of the blasts caused the front of the entire restaurant to collapse inward. Philip's ears rung as he scratched at the ground, trying to center himself. He could barely hear the distant screams from people. The familiar weight of the double driver materialized around his waist, and his connection to Shotaro became strong and clear. Aibo, Shotaro's thought projected into his What does mind. that mean? Partner. Partner, okay. That's what they say every time, uh, Aibo. I'm fine, Shotaro. A grunt was Shotaro's response, and Philip took this chance to assess the situation. Akari spotted sported a nasty cut on her head, likely from the debris, but nobody else seemed seriously injured. Where's Takaru? Akari squeaked. Tenkuji was nowhere in sight. It was a possibility that he had been crushed under the rubble. Philip glanced through an opening in the cement and overturned tables. There was something stomping in the fountain, but he couldn't see what kind of dopant it was. Uh, I'm, I'm lost. Where, where, where are we lost? at? Um, three-line paragraph, go down one line, there's Philip's line. 
Actually, no, your monitor's bigger, so it's probably a two-line paragraph. Where did this start with? Uh, perhaps he was oh, thrown. Per per perhaps he was thrown further into the restaurant, Phil applied. Onari-san, Akari-san, follow me, Akiko said quickly, having picked up what Philip wanted. But what if Takeru Dano... Shotaro and Philip will check the front. Let's go to the back, Akiko elaborated. She managed to get the two strangers to crawl towards the back. Before she followed, Akiko looked back to the two detectives. Go get him! Shotaro coughed. <laughs> what a bossy landlady. The Shotaro and Philip crawled their way out of the restaurant and pulled out their memories. Shotaro hesitated when they saw no Dopons in sight. Where's the Dopont? If I had to guess... A trash can rose up into the air and was suddenly launched at them. Philip and Shotaro dodged and took cover before the can exploded into pieces behind them. Is that the Dopont is invisible? <sighs> Shotaro stood up. You ready, Eyeball? Naturally, was Philip replied before mat materializing into the extreme bird. The machine slid easily into the driver. All right, together. Three, two, one. Henshin! Henshin! They transformed, becoming the true two-in-one common rider, W-Extreme. Double-Extreme pulled out their sword right away, not wanting to give the invisible Dopont an easy target. While the Dopont made no move against them, the Extreme could, extreme could feel themselves being stalked by whatever was there. The distortion in the light on their right was the only warning Extreme had before the Dopont attack, wildly swinging at them. Extreme only managed to block a few hits. Being unable to see their opponent was a serious disadvantage that kept pushing Extreme back. A solid kick hit the rider square in the chest, knocking them down. Extreme rose once again, only to be hit by the mysterious explosions which sent Extreme flying through the air. Grunting, Extreme managed to land on their feet and take a defensive stance. While taking a deep breath, Extreme observed the battleground. There was something distracting Extreme. The light around the fountain was bending and warping. That is when Extreme realized that the distortion was in the roughly humanoid shape, difficult to discern with the water behind it. The distortion moved, but not towards them. It looked like it was thrown back into the fountain. The water splashed up as if a body had been running through the water towards the distortion. Extreme could only stand there, watching the light distort and move around the plaza. Occasionally, Extreme would catch dark colors or streak of orange and occasionally hear a faint sound. This bizarre situation left Extreme unsure about their next move. How were they going to handle two invisible Dopons? Was it even two Dopons? Unbeknownst to Extreme, whose brushes with death have given them only a, chance, a glance at what was before them, the two invisible entities were not Dopons, but the Spider Ganma and Kamen Rider Ghost. Well, I guess it is a Ganma then. Yeah, it has to be a Ganma. Or maybe it's a mix. Kakuru had been separated from the group when the building had collapsed. It was thanks to his intangibility that he was able to survive the collapse and rescue anyone trapped underneath the rubble. When Takuru finally did get the chance to transform and head out to fight the spider Ganma, he was surprised that there was another common rider fighting. The only other common riders that Ghost had encountered before had been Shinosuke and his crew. The tricolored common rider getting hit by the explosion spurred Ghost into action, bodily, bodily slamming himself into the Ganma and the fountain. Okay, so this has to be after he got Tokan boost, but before the series ends. Yes, it has to be. I won't let you get away, Ghost stated, running through the fountain and slicing the Ganma with his sword. Though surpri no surprise. The spider Ganma wasn't going down without a fight and attacked viciously. 
Whenever Ghost did manage to corner the Ganma, it unleashed a chain of bullets that would promptly explode. The skull icon flew in and smacked the spider Ganma before landing in Ghost's hands once again. The icon was burning to the touch, so much so that Ghost almost dropped the icon. You want to fight, Narumi-san? Ghost muttered Ghost putting muttered. the... Sorry. Oh yeah, you finish it. Ghost muttered putting the icon into his driver. Ghost was not the only one to feel the raw power that the skull icon exuded. Extreme stumbled back a bit at the presence. Something that they had only experienced at around the time of... <laughs> That's not how you, you spell, spell Teruie. Teruie, for those who don't know, is a chud secondary writer from Double. That's he's, all he's, you he's need to know. He's married to Akiko. Yes, they can be chuds together. Boss. Extreme muttered, but went unheard by Ghost as the music of the Ghost Driver blasted out. Kayan Skull! Hard-boiled within, start counting up your sins. Now cloaked in the Skull Damashi, Ghost surged forward. The transformation once again made the Spider Ganma roar in rage and charge. Ghost easily used the Ganma's momentum to flip the monster over him. The Ganma hit the ground hard, but it didn't stay down. Ghost landed several punches, followed by a swift kick. Ghost then grabbed the Ganma and pushed up against the wall with so much force that the wall cratered inward. Trapped with nowhere to go, Ghost pummeled the Ganma hard. He felt himself be overtaken with rage as Ghost punched the Ganma further and further into the wall. The very building itself shook with every blow. Ghost barely heard the scream before Extreme's body slammed into him. Impacting with the ground, jostled Ghost. The spider Ganma took this opportunity to flee. Let's see, who who should do extreme? You or me? I think I was doing it before, wasn't I? Yeah, you were doing it. <clears throat> I don't know what you two are fighting about, but I refuse for you to fight and cause any more harm to this city, extreme stated firmly. Ghost felt frustrated that the Ganma escaped because of this other rider, but now that he was sprawled out on the ground, he had a moment to think. It was in that moment that Ghost recognized who had screamed. It was Akari. Ghost almost brought the restaurant down on his friends. The young rider suddenly felt Skull's power leaving him. Pulling out the icon, Takiru detransformed. Well, now it's Takiru? What? <laughs> detransformed, but managed to maintain his invisibility. When Takiru connected with the icons, they occasionally imprinted feelings upon him, but he'd never felt emotions nearly as strong as Narumi Sokichi's. For a moment, Takiru lost himself and he almost put his friends in mortal danger. In a daze, Takiru phased through the restaurant. He found Akiko, Onari, and Akari near the kitchen doors. While the front of the restaurant was in ruin, the back was almost untouched, as were his friends. It sounds quiet. The battle must have ended, Onari remarked. Sorry. Do you think Takiru's all right? Akari asked. Akiko, Akiko smiled. smiled reassuringly. Don't worry, Shotaro will find Shotaro and Philip will find him. Mina! It's it's Nina, actually, in Japanese. Which means everybody. He's just he's just saying everybody's there. You don't need Japanese for that. Shotaro shouted as he and Philip entered the building. Where's Takaru? Akari asked. We haven't found him yet, was Shotaro's reply. He has to be here somewhere in though. Takaru blinked, trying to process everything. Ah, I'm supposed to be buried alive. Meandering over the rubble, Takaru phased into a small cavity that he could easily get out of without taking any danger. Taking a deep breath, 
Takiru willed himself to become tangible and visible, no matter how much he wanted to not be at that moment. Akari! Onari! Takiru gave a test shout. The answer was immediate. Takiru! Takiru dodo! Takiru, Takiru pu pushed some of the wood and chairs surrounding him, and with Shotaro's help, he was free in seconds. Akari quickly checked him over. Are you alright? Takeru nodded. How did you end up over here? Philip asked, generally confused for some reason. Takeru half-heartedly shrugged. Author's note, I will admit that I haven't taken the chance to review Extreme's tra Transformation. My best, by best reference, my best reference is when Shotaro and Philip first transform into Extreme. They transform into their base form first, and then Extreme, but I think it's reasonable to skip the base form. Let me know if I'm incorrect. Well, I will let you know that you are incorrect, and they can't just immediately turn into Extreme. Yeah, they have to, have to be transformed first. Sorry, canon non-compliant. Because the, it's, it's, the Extreme is an adapter. The Cyclone and Joker memories have to fit into it to complete the transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, should we do some closing remarks? Because I don't know if we have time to go over another chapter. Uh, we'll yeah, we, 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 we well, there's, there's, a, there's only one more chapter, but I want to go into discussion uh, now. Okay. Which 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 it is... which is good because we we yeah. completed the two part arc that he this guy had planned. Yeah. It is um it's decent as a fan fiction. The writing, as we said, was very choppy, and it's choppier still in the second one. I'd say, uh, somewhere around the midpoint, he started really flipping between present and past tense in the writing, and that was a little rough to read through. Uh huh. The general concept, though, I really, really do like the general concept of Narumi Sokichi coming back in with with Ghost being the, the factor that brings him back in. It's, mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know all the things that I would do differently. It just feels like I, I'd rather this be a double epilogue than a, a just a Ghost crossover. I don't know though. What do you? What were you gonna say, Serge? I I I think that the 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 the, the basic idea in the I think the problem itself is the, the of how it's prosed. I get the prose is the problem, not the idea and the the story being told. Yeah, and certain scenes are very strong, particularly the first time that Ghost transforms into a uh, skull. That that's a that's a, a good scene. I like. Just envisioning that I, happening. I, 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 de I definitely feel, though, at least from crossovers and how Double interacted with O's and Forze and how Ghost acts with X8 and Drive, that I feel like Ghost would be like, yo, I'm Common Rider Ghost. And not like, because like they're, they're, they're trying to hide like the Gaia library and the Ghost stuff from. Like, I feel like they would just tell them. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I could believe that they would hide the Gaia library. Yeah. But there's there is zero reason for a guy like Tenkuji Orewa Tenkuru Tukuru, I'm I'm mispronouncing everything today. But there's no reason for him to hide that he is Kamen Rider Ghost. That goes against his character and it goes against the point of the story. Ghost is one of those Kamen Rider shows where there is barely any attempt at all to keep it a secret. He's just ghost. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, secondly, I feel like there was a much better way of having Ghost and 
double first interact with each other. Uh, for those who don't know, in Ghost, the character Akari, the scientist girl, she actually has a device that can make ghosts visible to humans. And that would have been a great time for her to use it so that they could see the, um, the Ganma Dopant thing, whatever it is, and ghost fighting. And then maybe Shotaro's like, what the f- that dude looks like Skull. I'm gonna kick his ass. He's impersonating him. And that would have been, a, again, a great time to, instead of having a spider Dopont, maybe have um, a, a Dopont ghost thing that's impersonating people. Like it possesses people. Mm-hmm. And this, this guy thinks that it's maybe the spirit of Skull, or Double thinks it's the spirit of Skull, and maybe it's, it's, he's possessing his memory. Whatever. There, were, there are very many cool ideas of combining the gimmicks between both shows. And I feel like, as far as the ideas go, it's a little weak how that the initial interactions were structured. But definitely, I agree with you, Sergio. It's the pros. It's the, ah, mo, des, mina, arigato, please. Akira. Uh, <laughs> Akira. Uh, if you're going to use Japanese, don't misspell the Japanese. That's that's a serious recipe for disaster. Um, actually, you know, better idea than that. Just kind of don't use Japanese in general when you're writing in English. Yeah, there's there's no point. Yeah, use it when you genuinely feel you have to. Because I I am actually a proponent honorifics as when you're writing Japanese stuff. They just include a lot of character dynamics that you don't normally understand in English. And it's very, very difficult to translate the meaning behind honorifics in certain situations. But I, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm surprised we, if, with being that we didn't get any Makoto Nichans. Yeah, actually, I don't think Canon or Makoto spoke to each other a single time this entire pandemic. <laughs> no, they did not. Uh, but yeah, um, the spirit is there for the author. The author is clearly, clearly likes both series, clearly wants to give both a good shot. But I don't think they've quite captured the spirit of both shows in this in this crossover. It's sort of a, a surface level skimming of both shows that's it, crossing if, over if, here. If, if feels, it feels like this is a ghost episode rather than like double. Yeah, there, there's there's no Shotaro narration with the typewriter. Um, it doesn't feel very noir detective. It definitely just feels like a lower end ghost episode. What I would have really liked to see is, um, ghost turning into a double episode. Just have the characters of ghost, and then it's written like they're in double, uh-huh. like they're keeping track of things. There's narration and and stuff like that. How a double episode usually goes. Also, and I think that would have been much more interesting. Where was also, it? you you might find interest if you go to his profile that that Skeleton Moon fanfiction he was talking about is a One Piece fanfiction. Huh. Neat. Wonder what that's about. It's it's also um, <laughs> a single line. Um, <sighs> I'll, I'll give this a five. I'll say this guy is uh, on his way to knowing uh, on how to fan and he can't fan quite quite yet. Yeah, he's, he's, he's close. He's, he's getting there. He's getting there. Kinda... This is fairly recent, too, by the way. Yeah, this the recent chapter just came out. It looks like he also had a Gaiman double crossover um, based on a fan theory that 
the Sanazakis and Kurashimas are related. I don't know what evidence that theory is going off of, but okay. Yeah, that's that's a little jank. Um, uh, just as an aside, disclaimer, the common Rider community as a whole snorts massive amounts of crack. You can't trust half of what they say sometimes. Other times they're dead spot on, other times... You know, they're they're doing the George Lucas. They're doing the crack, particularly with their bad opinions about Ghost. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess no, no offense to the community at whole. I'm sure you're all really good people, but uh, sometimes I look at your guys' opinions and I'm just like, what? Yeah. Here's a good rule of thumb. If people have wildly intense reactions in the common Rider community, or communities in general, actually, um, tone it down by, like, 30%, and that's probably the reality of it. Yeah, just uh, make your own opinions. All of this stuff, um, if you don't want to go through the process of torrenting episodes and you're, you're, you're not, like, looking for a particular sub, just go to kissasian.sh. Um, the whole franchise is on there for free. It's not exactly legal, but it's kind of what we have to do. Um, and just just watch something for yourself and don't listen to everyone else's opinions. Form your own opinion. Yes. Um, initial series recommendations double. Very strong. I'd say one of the strongest series that the franchise has. Uh, Kuga being it's, it's one of the only um, legal... Uh, series you can watch besides Kamen Rider Amazons on Amazon Prime and Kamen Rider Ichigo, um, the very first, which is also available on Shout Factory with Kuga. Yes, Kuga is the first uh, Kamen Rider that was created after the hiatus between the original run of Kamen Rider. And it is unique amongst the, the franchise. Kuga is a particularly strange show, but it's a good one. It's a good one. And um, unless, if you already own the streaming service, Toku, don't, if if you don't, don't don't buy it. Or if you, if you have it, don't watch Kamen Rider Agito on it. Because while they recently just, just dumped Agito on it for, because uh, it's, it's the next season after Kuga, Agito, their sub of Agito is done by a machine. So they're like, Hanshin, and they're, they're talking in broken English. Yes. Also, um, project that we may complete at some point, uh, the Honshin dub. Or the Honshin sub, whichever we were thinking about doing, will be a uh, potential possible, maybe, trademark parody dub. Or sub. Well, it has to be, well, well, well I'd imagine we make the sub first before we dubbed it. Yeah. Uh. Any closing remarks about what we've read? Um. Hmm. Oh yeah, I would also like to talk about how, uh, for for whatever reason, I don't know if there's because uh, I didn't look at common writer crossovers on fanfiction.net, but I know on Wattpad there's a lot of common writer and Ruby. Yeah, yeah, even on fanfiction, there's 162 common writer Ruby crossovers, followed by Naruto and Super Sentai. And like, I get I get Super Sentai because that that's already happened. Yeah, that happens a lot. But Ruby? 
Um, I can tell you why that is. Why? It's it's because if you go to anime crossovers, uh, Ruby is already the um the third most crossed over thing in the anime tag at all. Uh huh. So just by just by that fact, anything that has crossovers is going to have um more crossovers with Ruby. Although, wait, hold on, Nami the fuck. Common Rider has more crossovers with Ruby than Harry Potter, Destiny, Star Wars, Pokemon, Fairy Tale, Dragon Balls. Wait, there are 159 Warhammer crossovers with Ruby. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, also, I have to take a look at some of those. Uh, also, uh, if you go to fanfic links, I found a Journey Through Remnant, where um, after Geo, Decade finds himself in the world of Ruby. Huh, that'd be neat. And it also looks like from the the thing is that I, 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 G, AG is here for some reason. It might be more than... Um, Kaito and Toka... Yeah, this is actually a huge crossover, it looks like. Because I went to the last one and um, Kaito, Sogo... Um, lots of people are here, it looks like. That's weird. But neat. Um, we should do more crossovers, honestly. I feel like that's the good source for the the weird and the strange. Yeah, I, t- I, t- I, I, I was actually telling the guys last episode that, okay, maybe we shouldn't... Uh, um, uh, may- maybe we should do crossover. Maybe we should do co- cool with the crossovers because we do have a tendency to do them a lot. Perhaps. I, I found a Rising Remnant Zero One, which is a replacement for Mega Eyes Rising Remnant Zero One. About oh. uh, um, uh, a, a, a guy named Alex who gets isekai'd into Ruby and becomes Common Rider Zero One to defeat the Grim. Ooh, ooh, I get to I get to shill a really good fan fiction. There is I'm I'm not shitting you. This is a good one. It is a crossover between JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Ruby. It's called The Requiem of Remnant. And the best summation I can give you is Giorno Giovanna kills half the Ruby cast in eight chapters. It's surprisingly well-written with strong prose. Um, Probably never going to get finished, though. That's the huge downside. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why Ruby is so popular. I, I found... Common Rider sim- symbol double single, in which Ruby gets a lost driver with the active Giga memory, uh, to become uh, a common common writer symbol, I guess, to fight the Dopons. I like how some of these are 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 uh, si- are uh, si- like like their self insert will also be being uh, a crossover. Yeah. There's also Common Rider X Aid Grim Eclipse, where Common Rider X Aid gets stuck in Ruby Grim Eclipse, and becomes the ultimate Huntsman Rider. Ruby's weird. Crossovers are weird. Oh, there's Why all is Halo? There's, there's already a Common Rider Saber uh, crossover. Uh, Ruby. 
so there are a hundred mature rated fan fictions between Ruby and Warhammer crossovers. <laughs> well, I know I those are probably for violence. I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. There's a common rider total drama crossover. Oh dude. The top favorited fan fiction crossover between Warhammer and Ruby is five hundred thousand words long. Oh, oh boy, it's this this is a script. This is a script fan fiction. Oh no! What, what? 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 Oh my God! This 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 guy wrote Harold's full full ass name in the script of this. If you, if you know who I'm talking about, have you ever seen? Okay, uh, Sergio. I think I think our brains are devolving. We're losing no, what, brain cells what, at a rapid pace. Wait, 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 Matt. Please look at this total drama fan fiction because there's a conversation between Shocker Combat Men, and they're just eating at each other with translations. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, there are, you know, the mooks, the mooks that get their shit rocked by the main characters of Tokusatsu, and the best mooks of all time, in my opinion, were the ones from the first Kamen Rider series. They are the Shocker Grunts. They literally just make E sounds at each other. They only make E sounds. That's all they're capable of doing with their biology. Yeah, they 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 throw they Hitler salute and they go E. Neither of those are jokes. They do they do both of these things. Ugh, all right. Call it there. Oh, oh my god! I just <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Was I just want to before we head off? I want to tell the people about some common writer and Kingdom Hearts crossovers since we're big. Uh... Big, big into Kingdom Hearts. Oh no. Uh, ca 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 oh, no. Uh, so Kazumi from Build wakes up in the in the realm of darkness with Aqua, and they have a relationship. There's also there's also one where D Gentaku ends up in Kingdom Hearts. Common writer hearts <sighs> about someone trying to fight the heartless. Oh no. Dub BX Kingdom Hearts where Philip shows up on Destiny Islands and Sora and Philip become common writer double. That would actually be kinda of neat, I think. I found Kingdom Hearts Showtime where after Sora fails the Mark of Mastery test, he becomes common writer wizard. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Oh. Stay weird, crossover fan fictions. Stay weird. Oh, man. How do you come up with stuff like that? <laughs> Common Rider Kingdom Hearts Dawn of Decade. Sukasa Kadoya meets Sora. Narutaki met the Heartless. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I'm all for creativity, but guys, come on! You can't, you can't just be like, "Oh dang, Sora! Sora got a game over, so he found the the O's driver and became Common Rider O's." <sighs> why? Why do people do this? 
no clue. I also remember that we forgot to take our break uh, for Michael to insert the ads. He'll 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 have to just edit one in. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. So uh, we will catch you all. Um, well, this this episode will come out this week, um, but the, the you, you'll you'll we'll catch up with everybody next week, and we'll probably have a. Maybe we'll have one of those uh, those uh, white elephant fan fictions, the ones we're writing for each other already. By then, we'll read one of those. As always, this has been Sergio and Matt, signing off. Farewell.